Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come and join us at 10am every Sunday. News to you this morning, I hope, and um, we just want to pray, Lord, come to Stephen, just give him some peace over um, over him right now and, and just help him to deliver your word, Jesus. It's all about you, and um, we pray, Lord, that everybody here will just hear your truth this morning through, through Steve, who is your humble servant. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Are we on? Fantastic. It's full. I know lots of people are on holiday, but it's full, so welcome all. There's lots of people who haven't been here before, so it's lovely to see you all. I'm actually reminded of a story I wasn't going to say, but I think it was Ruth who told me um, a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, a friend of hers who went to Bible college. And her first day at Bible college, she was given some money, and she was told to go to the nearest betting shop and put a bet on. And it sounds strange, doesn't it? It sounds weird. But the point was that she went in there and there's all these screens, there's all these different things happening, there's five to one, there's evens, there's different sports happening, it's full of different people. Maybe I'm not meant to say that story. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was obscure to her. And the whole point was, that's how obscure to it is, it is to some people coming into church especially a mental church like ours where there's people singing in tongues and there's people with their hands in the air and there's all sorts of stuff going on. We prayed for the drummer. Someone prayed for the drummer this morning. That doesn't happen, right? So it is mental. So welcome. Welcome to our mental church and we understand that it can sometimes be mental. But it's good and it's Jesus-focused and there we go. Right. What a joyous day. Ruben, I can't look at you too much because I've been an absolute mess this morning. I've been in tears. We're in tears in the prayer group. I've been in tears during worship. So um, if I'm in tears during this, let's see what happens. Let's go with it. We went to a leaders conference a few weeks ago, and someone, someone did this. I'm stealing it. I'm stealing the idea, basically. But I didn't do it properly, because I bought some acorns off Amazon, <laughs> and they're not real acorns. We can't tell if they're real acorns, can we? I don't think they are. We bought some acorns off Amazon. It was going to be brilliant. I was going to start with that. I forgot to bring them. Um, so <laughs> I, I, then <laughs> I then found some other seeds outside, which Simon the gardener tells me are cherry seeds, and if you plant these, they'll grow into cherry trees, Simon? Might do. Might do. Oh, there's biblical references flying out all over the shop here. That's amazing. So these are cherry seeds. I found these outside, and we'll come to that in a minute. We'll come to that right at the end. Some of you know me, some of you don't. Does anybody know the great passport saga of 2022? Yeah, so some of you do know. Amazing, fantastic. It was a nightmare. So for those that don't know, this lead isn't long enough, so I'm going to carry this. I'm too tall. There we go. So for those that don't know, there is a backlog at the passport office. Um, and nobody renewed their passports, and no one applied for new passports over COVID. So they all waited basically to like January, February, and so did I. And the problem is that there's this huge backlog that they just cannot keep up to date with. So Helen and I had this holiday booked. I was like, okay, brilliant. We've got this holiday booked. So I'll apply for my passport. It's about three months in advance. One week went. Two weeks went. You're starting to panic a little bit, thinking, oh, okay, when's it going to come? People were praying. The church was praying. People were praying. It was amazing. And God was really speaking into me during that time. I had all sorts of anxiety over, what if this passport doesn't arrive? Like, genuinely, what if it doesn't arrive? No point did I really think it wasn't going to arrive, but what if it didn't arrive? And then we got to the, the week of the holiday, didn't we? And it was the Monday. We were flying on the Wednesday. We got to the Monday, and... 
phone Helen, any response? No, any, any response? No. Then you start to panic a little bit. Well, actually, this isn't going to come. This isn't going to come. You can't get anyone on the phone. My passport application was in Belfast. I can't get to Belfast because I'm going to passport. So that's good. So we found all sorts of sort of information online about where to go and what to do. And there's all sorts of like tangled stories. Go here, go there, etc., etc. So I said on the Monday, right, I'm going I'm to have the day off on the Tuesday. And I'm going to go to Peterborough. It was the, kind of the closest one. I could get there. We got the train at 4 o'clock in the morning to Peterborough. No one wants to go to Peterborough. No offense to anyone from Peterborough. Are you really? No, you're not. <laughs> if you were, offence to you, Dave. Anyone else? They have got cathedrals. That was amazing. But I just needed the passport office ribbon. That's what I needed. I needed the passport office. And I got there, and I'd heard all these stories. I was, I was there at sort of 6 o'clock in the morning, and there was a queue of hundreds of people. It was ridiculous. It was so packed out. And nobody really knew what was going on. I thought I'm there nice and early, but there wasn't. There was at least 100 people in front of me. By the time 8 o'clock came, there was at least 200 people behind me. And I believe this is still going on at every passport office across the country. It's, it's, it's crazy. And 8 o'clock came, and they opened the doors. It didn't matter where you were in the queue, because they just rabbled everyone at the front and said, right, if you're flying today, come in. If you're flying tomorrow, wait for the ones who are flying today, come in. Everybody else, go home. So if you're flying on, the, on, on uh, the, the weekend, for example, this was on the Tuesday, if you're flying at the weekend, go home, go home. So we just happened to pick, thank you Jesus, happened to pick the right day to go there, get this passport sorted, it was amazing. And I really prayed into like, God, what are you, what are you teaching me here? What is it you want me to, to really know here? Because I knew there was a lesson in there. When big things happen in our life, I know there was something in there. And there's a couple of things really. I mean, first of all, people were praying Steve, you deserve this holiday. You deserve this holiday. You work hard. I don't work hard. Right. First of all, let's get that. <laughs> I work for the church, those that don't know. Um, I, I work incredibly hard. Um, so <laughs> you deserve this holiday. So, you know, our first holiday abroad, Helen, was, wasn't it? Obviously, no passport. First holiday abroad, you know, deserve this. And it didn't sit comfortably with me. I really struggled with this deserve I really struggled with it. And I didn't want to be too holier than thou. I didn't want to be, oh, I don't deserve it. Look at me. Look how holy I am. But I really had to pray into what we deserve. And I'm going to do this in church, and you're going to hate me for it. What I deserve, what we deserve, what Dave deserves, what Helen deserves, what Reuben deserves, is death. Let's go Old Testament. Let's go old school about it. What we deserve... (laughs) Wow. I'm never going to be asked to preach again. What we deserve... I think I'm the only way I can get away with saying this. What we deserve is death. Because we all fall short of the glory of God. That's what we deserve. The wages of sin is death. We are born into sin. We are sinners. And we live under the rule of sin until days like today, where we give our lives to the Lord and we tell people about it, we show people about it. Until then, what I deserve is death. It sounds horrible, doesn't it? It sounds horrible, actually, but it's real. And if we don't believe that that's what we deserve, then what's the point in a saviour? What exactly is this saviour saving us from? And maybe here in the West, where we're a little bit more entitled, a little bit more privileged, maybe we take that for granted because we underestimate what we actually deserve. And I get it. I get that people were being nice. It's absolutely fine. You know, we should, we're not allowed not to have, we're allowed not to have nice things. It's, it's, it's absolutely fine. Steve Young's, look, you've seen his car. You've seen Steve Young's car, everyone. Oh, I know, right? 
Sorry, Steve. He's driven off. He's driven off. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Stephen's car, right? We're allowed to have nice things and we don't have to be riddled in guilt about it. But these are blessings from God. Everything good that we have in our life are blessings from God. But what we actually deserve is death. And that was the first lesson that I kind of took from that. I went on holiday, we were on the beach, and we were, I, was, I was bartering over some ridiculous beads with some lady on the beach. She's got nothing. She's got nothing. And we're there lounging back. Helen's got a big pina colada or whatever she drank. I don't know, something ridiculous. It wasn't, she doesn't know. And I'm bartering with this lady, and she's saying how much she wants a holiday. I deserve a holiday, but she doesn't. My life's more important than hers. Deserve. We're allowed to have good things. We're allowed to have nice things. It's okay. But every good thing that we have is a glorious gift from God. We deserve death. And Jesus paid for our sins. And it's just such a massive thing, isn't it? We do take it for granted. And that's why we're not out there on top of buildings shouting that Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus came to die for your sins. That's the whole point we're here. We underestimate what this Savior has done for us. There was another story. I knew he wasn't finished yet. I knew he wasn't finished yet. So I, we, we, we came home, and um, I didn't really share this story with anyone. You know, people in church, oh, this is what happened. I had to go the day before my flight. This is how it works. But I didn't really put it about anywhere, if that makes sense. And we saw a post from Terry Virgo. So Terry Virgo, for those that don't know, is, is one of the founders of New Frontiers Church, which is which is what we're under. We're part of the New Frontiers movement. And Terry Virgo put this post up saying that his wife and one of his grandchildren couldn't go to a wedding in Atlanta because they didn't get their passports in time. I hadn't shared the news. I hadn't shared. He didn't know what I knew. He didn't know that you had to go the day before or the day of the flight. He didn't know that. So subsequently, he went to this <clears throat> wedding in Atlanta. Um, I was just checking the post again to make sure I had it all right. And he didn't know. I hadn't shared it. I hadn't told people the good news. I hadn't told people about the solution, the solution to this passport drama. We all know, lots of us know, the solution to our sin. Are we sharing it? Are we out there telling people? I don't think we are. At times, at times we, we share this glorious truth, Jesus paid for our sins, who will transform your life. Your life is now saved, Reuben. What a glory that is. How amazing is that? My life is saved. Everyone that is a born-again Christian, as, we, as, as the phrase that we use, is saved. Saved. The following on from that, from that verse is the wages of sin is death. But the free gift from God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. The free gift from God. That's incredible. But we also have to accept it. Reuben's going to be asked a couple of questions. Oh, they just happen to be there. Reuben's going to be asked a couple of questions today as he goes in. Do you repent of your sins? Will we still sin? Christians, will we still sin? Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely we will. <laughs> but we repent of them and we learn from them and we give glory to God. Do you now put your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Because he is the gateway to heaven. He's the one that paid the price for our sins. Those are the two questions. And that is Christianity in a nutshell. That's it. Repentance is a gift. Repentance sounds so horrible, doesn't it? I'm not a sinner. Well, that one isn't that bad. Repentance is a glorious gift from God because it's free and it's paid for. We have to do the work. 
We have to do the work, but the Bible says believe and repent. It couldn't be simpler. That's all that's going to save anyone. Not this. This is the first outward showing of your salvation. It's amazing. You are telling the world, you're telling your family, and you're telling your friends, I am a believer in Christ. I am a newborn creation. I am reborn. I can't look at you. You're christening. You were christened as a child. That's not going to save you. You were confirmed. That's not going to save you. You go to church. That's not going to save you. You believe in God. That's not going to save you. You believe in heaven. That's not going to save you. Believe and repent. That's what the Bible says. Believe and repent. It's really simple. But a lot of the world doesn't want to do that because we don't admit that we're sinners. And we can't underestimate it. Deserve. What do I deserve? I deserve death. So I put this post on. I put this post on Facebook sharing, sharing the good news that I knew, the good news about this, this, this passport drama, this passport saga. And on Facebook, you used to be able to know who shared it. So if I look at my post now, there's nine shares, nine shares, and that's gone around to various different people. Lots of different people are, are looking at this post. Well, that's the solution because everybody's in this kind of mess about their passport not coming in time, and it's been shared nine times. I don't know who those nine shares are, and I don't know who it's then gone to. One Tuesday morning, there was a lady from Tot Zone, which we do here on a Tuesday morning, came up to me and said, you're the man from the passport post. (laughs) (laughs) Correct, but I don't know who you are. I shared the good news. Someone else shared it. Somebody else shared it. It got to this mad lady at Tot Zone. It's not down to me who hears about it. Our job, our role as Christians, Reuben's role now, is to share this glorious good news because that's the only thing that will save people. What good news it is. And maybe, maybe the reason we are not speaking to everyone like nutcases is because we underestimate how bad we were in our sin. Maybe we take it for granted. Jesus fills us with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. Brilliant. It's amazing. It's fantastic. So why aren't we out there telling people about it? I told people about this passport thing and solutions were found. A couple of friends came back to me and said, thank you very much, I now know how to do it. Have I told them about Jesus? No. Peter spoke beautifully last week about our passions. He spoke about him angrily writing letters of of complaint to Barclay Card and Costa, I think it was, and the passion that he had. How dare you treat me like this? And he openly admitted that he perhaps doesn't share that same passion for Jesus. Passion when he's writing an angry letter to someone passion when we're doing these worldly things because we think we're entitled and we think we're we deserve does he share that same passion for jesus do i share that same passion for jesus i probably don't but i desperately want to and as a church i think we need to come together and just share that share this glorious good news it's amazing isn't it it's it's absolutely fantastic he's paid all the price for us and it was shared The seeds. My acorn seeds that aren't acorn seeds. My cherry seeds that I found outside and then cleaned. And when we went to this leaders conference, the, 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 the man who was on stage said, what do you see? What do you see here? He was holding an acorn, so it was much better, because people wanted to shout acorn. I've already told you what these are. But what do you see? Cherry tree is very close. <laughs> Cherry tree is very close. Because they're not just seeds, are they? 
Nice, all great answers. How about a forest of cherry trees? From these few seeds, a forest of cherry seeds. A forest of cherry trees. Because one seed is planted and a tree grows. And then that creates more seeds and that creates more seeds and that creates more seeds. Peter spoke last week about the harvest. It's harvest time, people. From these few seeds, from these few believers in here, imagine the forest of believers that could grow from that. And it's just such an impact to me. And it doesn't happen if these aren't planted. And it doesn't happen if we're not out there telling people the good news. It doesn't happen. God's got it. Someone else will do it. Ah, oh, it's fine. Come, Holy Spirit. No, the truth is what matters. And the truth is where the seed is planted. And that's where we get the forest of cherry trees or acorn trees. Oak trees. They're called oak trees, right? That's where we get the forest from. These are not a few seeds. So God is not looking at us as a few believers in a church. He's looking at us as a forest, a harvest field full of believers, desperate for him, understanding what his son did for us, paid for our sins, gave us new life because we repent and we believe Sorry for saying death. <laughs> but I'm not sorry. We underestimate it. I'm not sorry. That's what I deserve, right? That's what we deserve. We deserve death. I don't feel guilty about my holiday. Steve Young doesn't feel guilty about his posh car. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Picked on you there. I'm so, I'm so sorry. But it's not what we deserve. What we deserve is death and the only thing that matters is Jesus Christ pay for our sins. Let's enjoy dipping. Amen. Amen.